The scripture this morning is from the 20th chapter of John. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved, and said to them, they have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. Then Peter and the other disciples set out and went toward the tomb. The two were running together, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent down to look in and saw the linen wrappings lying there, but he did not go in. Then Simon Peter came following him and went into the tomb. He saw the linen wrappings lying there and the cloth that had been on Jesus' head not lying with the linen wrappings, but rolled up in a place by itself. Then the other disciple who reached the tomb first also went in, and he saw and believed. For as yet they did not understand the scripture, that he must rise from the dead. Then the disciples returned to their homes. But Mary stood weeping outside the tomb. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb, and she saw two angels in white, sitting where the body of Jesus had been lying, one at the head, the other at the feet. They said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, They have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. When she said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you looking for? Supposing him to be the gardener, she said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. Then she turned and said to him, Hebrew, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Do not hold on to me because I have not yet ascended to the Father, but go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord. And she told them, that he had said these things to her. Word of God, word of life. Be seated. When things go missing in our house, my husband Randy often says, time to call upon St. Anthony. Now, I have never quite understood this, not growing up Catholic myself. And so I asked him this week, what's the scoop with St. Anthony and losing things? Come to learn that's, that Anthony of Padua, a gifted scholar and teacher and priest, had a book of the Psalms that he had copied by hand, which included all of his notes that he used to teach his students. 
This was way before publishing, which made this teaching reference nearly impossible to replace. One of his students decided to leave the Franciscan community and took Anthony's book with him. Anthony, distressed over the loss of this book, prayed to God that it would be found. And soon later, the young novice had a change of heart and returned the book and asked for forgiveness. The story became a legend, and Anthony, after his death, canonized as a saint, the saint of lost items. Mary Magdalene didn't have a saint to pray to when she came to the tomb while it was still dark to see that the stone had been rolled away. She ran to tell the disciples who looked inside only to find linen cloths, and then they returned home. But Mary stayed, weeping at the tomb, and then she bends down and she looked inside herself to see two angels in white, one sitting at the head and the other at the foot where Jesus' body had been placed. And those angels asked, woman, why are you weeping? They have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid them, Mary said. And in that moment, she turns and she encounters Jesus, who she thinks is the gardener. It is not until Jesus speaks her name embodies her life, Mary, that she recognized Jesus and says, Rabuni, teacher. And in that moment, Mary is found again. It's actually the Gospel of Luke that tells us that Mary had been possessed by demons. And it was Jesus who came to her and cured her. Her life restored the community may have still known her as crazy and ill, but Jesus saw her and knew her as whole. Maybe Mary was used to the dark, that being the only time she could move within the city without the uncomfortable glares of others, the stigma of mental illness, the darkness where sleep could hide her turmoil for at least a time. Maybe that is why it was Mary who dared to come to the tomb before the light could guide the way, because Mary knew darkness. And resurrection is found while it is still dark. This is where the mystery of the empty tomb and a, written, a risen Jesus is discovered. Not with lights or fanfare or newly potted lilies, but still covered in the cloak of uncertainty and grief. As Pastor Kristen noted, today is All Saints Sunday. And if you are weeping over fresh graves, still finding your way in a first year, or maybe longer of grief, your, your tears are holy to God. 
You are not forgotten this day as you navigate life without the person you have loved. This is where Mary was while dawn was still hidden. And she is the one the resurrected Jesus chose to find, to speak her name and call her to tell the others. Not because Mary was perfect, but because Mary knew darkness and she, she knew she could stay there because her life had moved from shrouded to whole because God had loved her and found her. Now, as much as I love Mary Magdalene because she is the first witness to the resurrection and the very first preacher and a woman at that, because as Pastor Nadia Boltzweber said, Mary saw angels when all the disciples could see is laundry. Because Jesus knew her illness and her health. And Mary is okay with coming while it is still dark and weeping there in her grief. But Mary is not the one we worship today. But Mary in her presence and her being tells a story that God will be found in the chaos of night when we can't see or know what is next. And when morning lingers and we have exhausted all other possibilities. While we are still grieving and still wondering what comes next, trying our best to figure it out on our own, or when we decide just to call it a day and head back home. That is when God defeats death. While the world is still sleeping, overlooking, moving on, or distracted by so many other things. And that is the mystery of faith that we proclaim each time we gather. And that is why the church exists. God is working for life when all we see is death and forgiving us as sinners and calling us when we don't quite feel equipped. In the layers of both grief and joy early on that first Easter morning, Mary goes and says, I have seen the Lord. She doesn't try to explain what she experienced. She just says, I have seen Jesus. It is a trust that cannot be taken from her and cannot be held by her, it must be shared. There is turmoil and unspeakable grief in the world today, and so much is still being figured out. And God is creating and recreating even there, taking on the sins of the world and soaking it in love, because the story continues with us. And so today, the saints still come marching in, each of us in our insecurity and distractions in the specificity of our lives, brought together because we need to speak and to hear again that this story is true. God calls you to be bearer of resurrection, to point to it, to name it, and to call it into action and to give of ourselves because of it. This is how community is formed and how God's story continues.
death, suffering, and grief so real, but not as real as God's love. It is a savior, not a saint, who finds us as we stumble in the dark, as we continue continue, and God continues to resurrect the world when all seems lost. Amen.